Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Sales War Chest podcast. This is Mary Crampton um, here with Sales War Chest. And um, it's exciting to be able to bring you some opportunities to learn about um, strategic sales and business development insights designed to help you scale your sales, de-risk sales, and also obviously grow revenue in uncertain times. Um, really excited today to welcome Richard Liu. Richard, I've I've known you for a while and you've got many hats. So um, what I do know about you, Richard, is you're the editor of New Zealand Entrepreneur Magazine. Um, I'm just reading all these amazing things I've written down. Founder of the Startup New Zealand Entrepreneurs Program, member of the Economic Development New Zealand, and a mentor with Business Mentors New Zealand. Um, so welcome, Richard. Thanks very much for having me, Mary. Good to be here. Oh, brilliant. Yes. And um, of course, you know, we can say post-COVID, but some of that stuff is obviously still going on here in New Zealand. There is There are some more levels of lockdown that are happening at the moment and, of course, around the world. But um, the businesses all around us, they just have to find a way of going on. And um, I was thinking, you know, with the, all the different hats you wear and the different people that you speak to, you've probably got a pretty good finger on the pulse of um, small business, small and medium businesses here in New Zealand, particularly. Um, and I thought, look, it'd be lovely to speak to you. So um, Richard, have you got any particular things that are standing out about what SMEs are doing about their sales at the moment? How are they managing things? Um, I think you're right, Mary, that, you know, we can't really have this conversation about business um, without take into, into account, you know, the, the time in which we live in and mm. um, sort of the post-COVID uh, um, sort of uh, world. Um, and as you point out, though, we're still dealing with the ongoing effects of that. Mm. Um, right now, obviously, um, Auckland is experiencing yet another level three lockdown. And, you know, what we know is there's there are a lot of business people in pain. Um, this is what we're a year into this. Uh, it's basically a year since the first level four lockdown in New Zealand. And um, you know, I was listening yesterday on the news, one of the psychologists was sort of just talking about where people's heads are at. Um, how long can we carry on going, uh, you know, dealing with this um, challenge uh, without it really starting to have um, some quite uh, severe impacts, both not just emotionally, but you know, mentally um, mm -hmm. on our psyche in terms of um, business and, and motivation to keep going. Um, so yeah, really testing times and, um, you know, I think the businesses that have been able to survive through it so far, um, you know, the data coming out is that, Hey, look, you know, if you're still going a year into it, then mm. that's great. But, you know, can we really keep going in this sort of level of uncertainty? Um, and, you know, for another year, um, are those reserves getting down to, you know, really down to that very last level um, and, you know, the, some of the predictions in terms of uh, businesses uh, basically just not being able to hang on for another three to six months um, with lockdowns and closed borders um, are a little bit alarming. Um, so mm -hmm. I think it's really just a case of everyone, you know, if you still manage to keep the doors open now, we're really just hanging on, hanging in there in most industries, mm. um, you know, mm. but, um, mm putting our heads down and, and um, tightening our belts and doing our best to scramble, um, make it through. And I think it's just about sort of treading water for many of us 
Mm. Um, of course, there are some industries uh, where, uh, you know, they're actually being able to sort of forge ahead and push ahead. And that's, that's good. Mm. But uh, by and large, look, yeah, tough times at the moment for anyone in sales. Mm, mm, yeah. And um, it was interesting too, because one of the things I really wanted to ask you today is um, how do you think businesses are going with uh, moving towards incorporating the whole online space as a big part of their sales? And then I saw, goodness me, you've just put out another article about that very thing. Is that a really big gaping need still? Or do you think most businesses have got there with their online um, functions? Uh, here in New Zealand, um, we absolutely have lagged behind uh, in terms of digital transformation for 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 most businesses. Um, mm. So you know, larger businesses uh, have been pretty good by and large um, migrating into the new online digital space. They understand and have done for quite some time that um, you know in the way that our customers buy today, they're, they're always doing their research before they make any sort of a buying decision. They can look up all the suppliers for whatever they want, compare them all with a few clicks of the mouse button. And, um, you know, if you cannot be found or are not found easily, um, then, you know, you're simply missing out on, on opportunities uh, right from right out of the gate. Um, mm -hmm. But it, when it comes to the smaller businesses, um, you know, and a lot of those, including self-employed people, um, absolutely, the last few years, uh, for a long time, um, research such as from, from uh, organizations like Yellow, uh, Yellow Pages, mm. has, has basically shown that, yeah, where so many New Zealand businesses have still been, you know, dra dragged kicking and screaming really into, you know, changing that paradigm from a solely analog and offline sort of uh, mm. sales um, strategy and process, mm. really trying to get their heads around what it means to be are successful in today's world online. Mm. Um, so last year, we know that uh, COVID was a, a big um, sort of a uh, event that did really force a lot of New Zealand business owners to take it seriously and to finally say, my goodness, uh, if people can't get out to the shops or out and about um, and they're stuck at home, mm. then how the heck are they going to find us? And so there, there was a strong uptake um, and, and quite a bit of, you know, reaction. Uh, people finally mm. taking seriously, getting their businesses online, starting to think about how they're telling their stories and, and reaching their target customers um, through content, through, you know, social media, all that kind of stuff. Um, so, mm. you know, out of challenges, uh, there's always opportunities. And mm. if these mm. things pop up and they enable businesses to respond and grow, um, and get better, then, mm. you know, that's the silver lining, I guess. Um, but I, I, I still believe in, in terms of the average Kiwi business owner's understanding of online business, uh, there's still quite a long way to go. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a really good point. And um, one of the things that I've been hearing from business owners is um, that the people that are still selling stuff, it is... Um, it is taking a bit longer in a lot of cases. So I'm not sure whether that's customers navigating the online space in a new way with them or whether that's just hesitancy because we're in an uncertain season. Have you had any feedback about length of sales cycles, whether that's changed for some of the business owners that you might've been sharing with or? 
Um, that, that really is dependent um, from industry to industry. Um, so mm. we know if we look at construction, right, um, mm. which you know, is, is a bit of a boom going on down these parts, uh, Wanaka, Queenstown area, has been mm. for a few years now. Um, but, you know, we've heard a lot of uh, projects have been put on ice, um, decisions to go ahead with purchases and developments and that kind of thing in the construction industry have absolutely uh, been put off. Um, and um, in other industries, um, you know, anything to do with travel, uh, events where there's a risk and uncertainty around whether or not, hey, if we're planning this big event, you know, at the end of the year or sometime down the track, um, what's the likelihood of it actually being able to go ahead? Um, mm. What happens if, you know, we in, in the situation of more lockdowns? So, you know, um, all that uncertainty and, you know, my heart goes out to the people in the hospitality businesses, especially, you mm. know, um, hearing yeah. about, you know, at a very practical level, um, what happens when, you know, lockdown is announced mid-weekend, for, for example. Mm. And these are small business owners, by and large, who have, already had to pre-plan for the week ahead or, and bought all their stock and their materials, uh, their raw goods and produce, um, and which, you know, essentially when business is closed um, overnight, um, they're faced with it basically having to, you know, be turfed out. Um, mm -hmm. They've already had to pay for it. And of course, there's no corresponding revenue. So, um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think it would be fair to say, uh, in, in media as well, I'd have to point that out, um, a lot of, you know, advertising and marketing campaigns uh, are some of the first things to be put on ice whenever we have events like this. Mm. Um, and I know that's there's certainly been a fairly well-documented fallout um, in the media industry. Yeah. Especially yeah. last year when it all went down. So, mm. you know, I, I think by and large, probably there's no industry that hasn't really been untouched by mm. purchasing decisions being slowed down, delayed or put off altogether. Yeah, yeah. And yet, you know, what's really interesting is we talked just before we started recording about some of the silver linings that can come. And I know there's been, and you and I have shared a little while ago, there's been a massive upswing in the number of people that have set up new businesses or certainly that have registered a company, which obviously is an intention to do something new. Have you seen some of those people filtering through, Richard? Because um, I know you run a program for people that are thinking about going into business, thinking about being an entrepreneur. Have you seen a big uptake in what you're doing in the way that you serve the new business community? Uh, yep, absolutely. I think that'd be a fair, fair comment to say that um, there certainly has been an up, upswing uh, in people interested in learning how to start businesses. Mm. And, um, you know, I think couple of reasons, you know, number one is just like the GFC showed us, you know, um, over just over a decade ago, mm. uh, this pandemic has again shown people that there really actually is no such thing as a safe, secure job um, that, you know, unlike our, maybe my parents or grandparents generation, mm. we may have had, um, you know, sort of may have changed jobs, say three or four times. But, you know, they, they had long tenures with an employer, you know, 20 to 30 years, that kind of thing. Um, mm. The very nature of how uh, work is set up today um, yes. is changed. Um, mm. So, you know, we all know that young people can expect to have careers where, um, you know, if you're entering the workforce now, you, you may well be looking at 20 to 30 different employers by the time you reach retirement age. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the big question is, well, what happens when you cannot rely 
on your employers to be there. Um, mm. You know, the people I've seen who have managed to um, ride out this fallout as a result of COVID here in New Zealand, mm. um, it's sort of been, it's almost like a tale of two different, you know, two, two cities because mm. um, friends and family and people I know that have, uh, that are wage earners and salary earners really mm. have had no, nothing, no option but to sit and hope that their employer does the right thing and they get the wage subsidy and they pass it on uh, and mm. that they indeed can keep, keep the business going so that they've still got a job to come back to. Um, I think when you mm. are used to having to generate your own revenue and you run a business of some sort, we're self-employed, mm. um, yeah. you know, you, you do have, you're used to taking that full responsibility and you have options um, mm. because, you know, uh, it's that old saying, if it is to be, it's, it's up to me. And mm. so, you know, business owners, well, hey, this, this problem might have come up. I can't sell this product anymore or that market's just disappeared. What mm. can I do, though, um, mm. within my power to maybe create a new product or, or target a new market? And we've saw, seen lots of amazing and interesting business pivots um, mm. in this process where certain revenue taps have been turned off and the business owners, the entrepreneurs have just said, well, okay, cool, right. Um, that's happened. Now, what are we going to do about this? And um, they mm. apply that entrepreneurial mindset and they get out there, they look for other ways to create value and um, have the ability to influence you know, their, their revenue and their income mm. Um, mm. as opposed to you know, uh, people who are in paid employment, which essentially you're running your own business, but uh, unfortunately, you've only got one customer. I was right? going to say, you've only got one client. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if you've got a job, you've got one client and... Um, yeah. If, if you lose that client, then you know mm. we all know what uh, how stressful and, and you know that that can be and have severe yeah, yeah. financial impact. Oh yeah, no, it has been a huge big shift for a lot of people. That's for sure. And and I guess that leads me on to something else I was thinking about, which is obviously all the support that is out there for entrepreneurs. And I know you're involved in that with um, New Zealand Entrepreneur Magazine with the material you put out. Um, with the startup New Zealand Entrepreneurs Program and obviously being a business mentor. Do you think with all these new businesses that have formed and all the changes, do you think there's actually enough support or do you think that we need more support for this wave of innovation that seems to have started? Um, compared to 20 years ago, mm -hmm. New Zealand has never had, you know, uh, more support for Kiwis who are thinking about starting their own business or they've got an idea and they want to turn it into a business opportunity, but they're not sure what to do next. Mm -hmm. There are just some amazing organizations um, around the country, fantastic people um, who have dedicated essentially their lives and careers to, to basically helping um, Kiwis start businesses. So yes, there's a wealth of support out there. Um, mm -hmm. And um, Unfortunately, we're still in a situation, though, where sometimes it does, does depend on where in the country you happen to be situated mm. uh, in terms of your ability to access um, startup programs, entrepreneurial programs, um, meet like-minded people, um, access funding for your startup business. Mm. Um, the way that um, New Zealand sort of runs from an economic point of view with our various regions, uh, you know, that does have an impact because if you happen to live in a region which is well-resourced, um, mm. you know, and, and uh, say a 
higher socioeconomic uh, demographic, yeah. then um, unfortunately, by and large, yeah, you're, you're still probably going to have more opportunities to learn about turning an idea into a business than people who are in the um, smaller uh, regions, you know, generally lower populations and therefore less resource, uh, less funding available to their local uh, mm. governments or, or economic development agencies. Um, mm. So there's, there's still a bit of that happening, um, but there is, you know, in, increasingly um, access to uh, startup support um, programs mm. and mentors and people um, online, which, which is good. Mm. Um, so never been better, but we still need more. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, I think with all that Kiwi entrepreneurial drive, there'll continue to be a lot of that, you know, in the future. But I do think as well, what you've just said about um, the support that's available online. I mean, you could live in any small town and provided that you've got internet access, and there are still some places where that's really challenging, but provided you've got internet access, you have got those opportunities and they are there if you go digging. Yeah. Um, And I guess too, do you have a sense of the the mood of small business owners or small and medium enterprises here in New Zealand? Have you got a bit of a sense of how people are feeling about the next 12 months ahead? From my what I'm hearing and people I know um, and what I've observed sort of happening around the country in various business circles, um, again, it's obviously sort of a situation of where if you're still in business now, you've survived this last 12 months, mm-hmm. then there's sort of a, okay, um, that's a good start. Um, obviously, you know, we're, we're here to do business um, as opposed to the poor people who haven't been able to be, you know, survive through this. Uh, and we know, you know, the psychological effects of, of losing businesses and, and that can be can be absolutely massive and can really um, set business owners back, um, you know, not just emotionally and financially, but, um, you know, at a real deep level. Because, of course, you know, um, mm-hmm. a, a lot of these businesses that we, we talk about, it's easy to read the numbers, but we've got to remember that there are actually people behind these businesses who, yeah. in many most cases, have put blood, sweat and tears um, into bringing whatever their gift was to the world to life. And to lose that is can be like losing, you know, someone in your family. Mm. Um, so uh, for those people, you know, let's let's just hope that um, they're able to dust themselves off, pick themselves up, and, and mm. come back at it yeah. uh, when the time is right. Uh, for the people still in business, um, you know, maybe it's 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 sort of starting to get to that point, especially recently, where everyone's just a bit pissed off, basically, you know, with the whole situation. Mm. Mm, um, mm. novelty absolutely is wearing worn very thin um, and you know we're really I think gonna now's the time to really dig into those uh, reserves the spiritual mental uh, you know the strength that we're gonna need to pull out um, because this next 12 months is going to be um, the, the telling time mm. Um, mm. yeah um, are there some people out there who are optimistic about their future uh, and the next 12 months, I'm sure there are. Um, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> I, I hope we both are. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty optimistic. Well, I think it's been a really tough 12 months for a lot of yeah. people, and I've experienced some challenges personally. And, you know, 
I know that you'll know people as well, but I still see opportunities out there. I was going to ask you actually, Richard, have you got any particular areas where you think, oh, that's a, that's a rising opportunity? I mean, what have we got? We've got more people at home than ever before staring at their walls. So of course, not just construction, but home renovation is really opening up. Do you see any other sort of areas where there could be a massive big market or you know, big opportunities happening? Um, it's, it's sort of hard to say on a at a high level. You know, um, uh, we've got things happening mm. to do with um, you know um, artificial intelligence, uh, the developments there. Um, you know, machine learning and and you know the flow on effects that that's having into um, sectors like the energy sector, transport. Mm. Um, mm. You know, all that sort of um, highly technological based um, sort of innovation uh, out there, and that's so. You know, that's just playing out, um, you know, from a, a more immediate uh, point of view, you know, as you pointed out, the more people basically stuck at home, um, you know, we, we've had to change the way we look at things like um, commuting, uh, you know, where we work, how we work. Mm. Um, there's been challenges mm. that have popped up around that, um, you know, largely using, uh, being solved via things like the internet. Mm. Um so, you know, if you're in, in that digital space, the online space, um, learning and development, um, again, I think uh, there's a lot of people scratching their heads thinking, right, you know, um, when life goes back to normal, is this really the normal life I, I want to continue with? Or, yeah. you know, I think there's a lot of people, you know, have been given pause for thought mm -hmm. to really consider, am I doing what I really want to do? Um, what would I do if I could, you know, now is a good time to be able to really reflect on, on those sorts of questions and take the time to upskill, learn, mm. Um, mm. you know, so online learning is, is absolutely taking off, um, mm. or just continuing that trajectory, should I say. Um, mm. Yeah, uh, so um, th those would be probably some of the, the key sort of, I think, more immediate opportunities. Um, anything that you can do to uh, help people um, either improve their work efficiency, you know, productivity, uh, working around home, the way we work, um, mm, and online mm. learning. Uh, Going to be some good opportunities coming out of, of yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, brilliant. Oh, great. Wow. Well, oh, Richard, thanks for sharing all those thoughts. And, of course, the other thing I'm thinking just as this conversation has progressed is people that are in a full-time uh, employment situation um, that have still got a position, which is a wonderful thing. Um, probably not a bad idea to look at future-proofing themselves through either just some professional development or if they've got a secret desire to have a business, perhaps they could do something online to start that process. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I mm. think um, it's, it's important people understand we, we live and die based on the value we bring to the table. Does mm. that be for our, the organization we work for or our business or our families or our communities? Um, and, mm. you know, uh, anyone, everyone who goes into business, one of the first things we, we you end up learning is um, it's not good enough just to have a great product or service. You need to be able to sell it. You need yes. to be able to get it to the people who are potentially you're going to help and have the conversations or uh, work through the sales process to provide them with the ability to make a buying decision. Mm. Um, so, you know, um, if you are in sales, uh, 
um, which is where I got my start uh, in sales. Um, that's probably, you know, a pretty good place to be because as long as you can keep delivering, then you know that, you know, you've got a seat at the table. Mm. Um, and yeah, for any people out there, you know, thinking about starting businesses, I would highly recommend um, you put a lot of, you know, put, put a good amount of time, just as much time into learning about selling, marketing, communications, uh, relationship building um, mm. as you do into developing your product or service. Um, yeah. Mm, mm. Key, oh yeah key totally. skill for entrepreneurs yeah oh brilliant and so um well there could be some people listening i'm thinking richard that are wondering how can i find out more about some of these opportunities what's the best website that they can find some of your good materials on uh so yeah anyone who's interested in um maybe one day starting a business or they've started a business and and they need um they're looking for good information about achieving certain goals or getting things done in business, um, inspiring stories from other Kiwi entrepreneurs uh, who are mm. doing interesting things, then um, the best place to go to is nzentrepreneur.co.nz. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, a whole bunch of free and awesome information and stories uh, that, uh, yeah, we, we built it for you. So go check it out. And um, of course, you know, they can uh, get, get some really good sales advice and stri- around strategy and uh, customer service and business development um, mm. from authors such as yourself. Yeah, um, well, that's in there. And there's a few others as well. So there's a lot of good stuff to choose from. Oh, brilliant. Wow. Oh, well, Richard, thanks so much for joining us here as a special guest on Sales War Chest. This is actually our flagship podcast, our first podcast. So um, thanks, everybody, for listening. And you've got the details of where you can find Richard at the NZ Entrepreneurs website. And um, do join us again next time where we'll walk through some more um, strategic sales and business development insights to help us all grow revenue in uncertain times. Thank you.